hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sclabro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two Jews, no harm in killer bruise. A.k.a. one salmon couchy, two, two fans, fans of Fauci, a.k.a. George Center, even though we're not wearing George. A.k.a. applause for Stephen's 80 push-ups must ensue, because for heaven's sake, it's 80 more than I can do. That's Mike Huddleston, oh, a.k.a. Huddletron. I saw you this last weekend, Huddletron. I didn't see him. I was I looking I saw him. He him. was wearing the hat, the, the, punch, the punch waterfalls, waterfalls hat. hat. Uh, by the way, all of our merch available still available if you go to fluffycrate.com you can get uh sclarbro and type in sclar you can get all this amazing sclarbro merch and i'll say this we're on cameo we love doing little messages for people that's an alternative hanukkah or uh if you want to get rid of the clutter we will do deliver a personal message if you just look up sclar brothers on cameo it's a great way to send a holiday message to that person that you love uh let's do that and let's jump into this story right away shall we yeah at this point in world quarantine, I think people are starting to lose it. Oh, I, I, I know I'm making bad I'm decisions. Losing. Yep. That that decisions that they'll ultimately regret. I try not to make decisions I will regret for a long period of time. So, but so here's what you hope with your bad decisions. Is it something I can reverse? Can I with un- an apology? That's right. Can I undo it with an apology? With can a- I reverse it some other way? Can I return this thing that I bought? crazily at three in the morning is it all just figurative egg on your face which if you're wearing a mask people won't be able to see it right see you're doing one other nice thing it's covering up the bad thing that you did okay so you're all good What you don't want to do is go down like a rabbit hole of bad decisions that you cannot get out of a spiral that's what you don't want right like in this next story from japan it involves a pop band and one very bad decision. Which that, then led to other bad decisions. Right. He, he tried to get out of it. Oh, boy. I, he tried to reverse his first bad decision, but only made worse decisions. Bottom line, never underestimate the power of Japanese fandom. It's It could power the world at some point, but I think we need to harness it first. Here we go. When putting out your trash in Japan, you always have to be conscious of what you're putting on burnable garbage day. So that's a thing, Jay. That's a thing in Japan. So you have regular garbage day or... The I guess day that Japan burns their trash. Right. 
maybe it's the second Thursday of every month. So three Thursdays is going to be. How many people in Japan actually know what that is? What do you think, Rand? I'm assuming everyone in Japan knows Probably. what that is. One reason for this is Japan's complex recyclable classification system, which requires residents to sort their glass, plastic, metal, and paper items separately. That is incredible. That's a lot. The other reason, though, is that once you put something out as burnable trash, there's probably no hope of ever getting it back. That's what it is. Okay. And that's where we find ourselves in this story. First of all, I love that Japan has such a complicated recycling system one that i'd it's say like the boulder close, it reminds right. you of boulder colorado that was the closest thing we saw when we went to boulder colorado this is the hardest thing i've ever had to do in my life was decipher where to throw a our coffee, coffee cup. cup we got coffee started walking around the streets finished the coffee and then we're like okay we got to throw this away and then that was the most complicated thing and i was like wait is it there's there's, there's trash. trash there's recycling there's composting is, isn't recycling composting or there's just decomposing things. And then there was a goat with its mouth open, just waiting. You're like, all right, are we tossing? Who does this this? belong to? I just panicked and threw it in a mailbox. I was like, I know that's a federal You're not allowed to throw trash in a mailbox, but hey, you know, that's it. That's the way we felt in that scenario. And that is what... Japan, I guess, well, is that deal with every single day. It is that complicated. It's a federal kind. But look, it's not as big of a mistake as the dude who made it, it what he did in this story. Takahiro Tsutsumi, a 45-year-old... Tsutsumi for this. Tsutsumi for it, right? Is a 45-year-old idol otaku who lives in the town of Ashia, Hyogo Prefecture. Sure. Aisha, you are the girl that I never had. Aisha. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of Idol singer fans, Tsutsumi purchases merchandise from the artist that he admires. Okay, okay. that's right. fine. I kind of cool. like that. Cool. But back in early October, he threw out a T-shirt for one of his favorite groups. You know the way you take your T-shirts and throw them in the trash. Mm-hmm. Is the trash so close to the laundry that he just missed? Or do you not have faith to go, like, give it to Goodwill? I just donated a bunch of stuff. So he threw it out on Burnable Trash Day, which he tried to reclaim it later. Mm -hmm. Wait, what is he doing? Why throw it away? Like, what did your idol artist do to you that caused you to want to throw it away? You got to start asking those questions. You do have to ask those questions. You can always turn the shirt into a rag, Mm -hmm. right? Use it to clean up the dirt around your house. We do that. He managed to deduce that his home's burnable trash gets taken to an incineration center in Osaka City's Nishiyodogawa district. So he contacted the facility and told them, I want you to return the female idol group T-shirt I threw away. What, do you just call up reception? How many times do you, I've done this so many times, uh-huh. when you have an issue with someone, you call up and you tell your whole story oh, of like God. what went wrong. My refrigerator isn't working and it's a new refrigerator and I'm not going to pay this amount of money and suddenly have a refrigerator that doesn't work. And then the person listens to your entire like four minute rant and is like, I'm not the person you need to talk to. I'm in reception. Yeah, that's it. I'll get you to the next person. You're like, really? I wasted that whole this good is the performance qu- on this that. This is the quote, and I'm sure they're translating, but I want you to return the female idol group t-shirt I threw away. I want you I to- I want you to make me a better person. I want Make you, me not make mistakes. Right. I want you to take care of the thing that I did wrong. He I, threw it out. It's his mistake. When they got done laughing at him several minutes later, I assume they said, yeah, right. Nobody else threw it out for him. He, he threw, threw it out. out. He that's made the mistake, and now he wants other people to correct that mistake. So that's some female pop idol hubris, if you ask me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the people in this facility wouldn't do this for actual members of that group. Yeah. 
No, unfortunately, once it's in the trash, it's gone. Unfortunately for Satsumi, the incinerator incineration center staff had been working efficiently, and the delivery batch that included his idol shirt was now but smoke and ashes. So your problem is, by the, the way, Jap- even if it wasn't, that's what they're going to tell you. No one wants to like. They're like, yeah, let me look in the back and see if he can do it. And then they hold the phone for like thirty seconds. They're like, it's gone, man. It's not there, man, I looked but hard. This is Japan, and people. Japanese workers work very hard and, and they're they, very and they believe that honor is tied up in their work which efficient. is something we don't have in our country they're doing their job correctly this what is was the, what was the documentary The Factory yes was that China or was that it was China either way that's still just Far what? East okay they're going to be efficient you just know that that's going to happen they burned the burnable trash what are the odds they did that yeah they did their job that's well, what you do when the trash comes into you you burn it are you ho- on burn burn- day. on burnable trash day, that's what you do Were, was he hoping that someone would be slacking on that day yeah there are no jap like japanese company slacks there just aren't how does that help the greater good of society? There's a greater good in Japan. That's why I feel like you said people work harder in Japan because it goes contributes to a they larger understand that larger part of than themselves. Large themselves. So that's All a right? concept that we don't really have here. It's like assuming everyone in America will wear a mask when they're told to do so. It's not going to happen. You're assuming too much. You're assuming way too much. In contrast, the speed incineration, Tsutsumi's anger appears to have simmered over the next several weeks. Yeah. Tsutsumi's spending a lot of time at home. Yeah, quarantining without now, his Pop Idol shirt that he threw it to the incinerator. Finally, on December 1st, he took to social media, but not to ask the group to reissue the shirts or to see if a fellow fan had it. Like, go on Etsy. Go on. Isn't there, like, there has to be Japanese eBay. It ha- oh, I've gotten stuff it. from Japan you and eBay. You can find it if you put okay, it Okay, and ask for a spare. Instead, he posted a message saying, the Nishi Yodogawa Incineration Center will explode in two hours. Well, that's not a good idea. He's had a lot of time to simmer. Okay, I'd say he's boiling that's, over. That's never a good thing to post on. It's never a good thing to say out loud. Nor is it even a good idea to post it on social media. Because you remember how fast they incinerated the Pop Idol T-shirt that you threw away. Well, well they're going to come to your house even quicker after you post that shit. Yeah. Okay. That's a threat. That's Tsutsumi. a threat, brother. Maybe there would have been a time when this message would have been dismissed as the inconsequential blatherings of an angry internet troll, but in a post-Kyoto animation arson attack, just the world we live in right now... No one's going to take any chances with your bullshit. The incinerated incineration center got evacuated. Do you realize you stopped it? You evacuated a facility. I hope you're happy. Maybe that's what he wanted, I guess. Look, if you would have done that before your shirt was incinerated, maybe you'd have it back. But I'm not saying do that. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Now they're going to be behind and incinerating all the other precious items that dummies like you threw away. Do you understand? Yeah. Why didn't a person working at the incinerator site see your Pop Idol t-shirt in the trash? And understand that it was a mistake. And jump on it. And know that it was... No one would want to throw this away. They sift through everything. They really look at every item and make a judgment call. Do a quick DNA test. Did they mean to throw this egg carton away? Let's talk about it first before we incinerate it. They see that t-shirt. They grab it. Do a quick DNA test. And then they're like... Do 23andMe. Trace it back to you and get it to you. Find out your information. Follow you on Twitter. Get you to follow them back. DM you and say we've got your shirt. This is what they're expected to do. All on a person's lunch break, mind you. And contact you to make absolutely sure you want to do it. This is a total abdication of incineration job description responsibilities. If you ask Tsutsumi. Yeah, he thinks they should be doing that all the time. What was this delinquent worker doing, Tsutsumi, right? I guess you snooze on the job now. Is that what you do? The subsequent investigation led authorities to Tsutsumi. And though the lack of any explosives found at the facility suggests that the idol fan may be making an idle threat, idle, idle, 
On Monday, he was arrested on charges of forced obstruction of, of business activities and making threats. You got to get them making threats. Don't making just say threats. he stopped activities. Definitely for making threats. You can't incinerate or take back what you put out on social media. That is the lesson here. It's true. That is going to be preserved, Tsutsumi, unlike your idol t-shirt. Lives you're, forever. You're also 45 and making bomb threats to an incineration center over a pop idol t-shirt that you threw away. Look, Think everyone has been on the phone and has been mad at themselves and then got a rude guy talking to them and you hang up the phone and you yell F you or you yell, That's God, right. I wish I could strangle that person. That's right. Maybe you say that to yourself. You don't say it out loud. I'm going to go ahead and assume that he's single, right? Maybe it's time to throw all that stuff away. Maybe that's getting in the way of you meeting someone. Maybe this is the best thing in the world you could have done. Right? Get rid of the clutter. It's not clear what turn of events caused Tsutsumi to go from throwing the t-shirt in the trash on burnable garbage day to wanting to wanting it back so desperately that he threatened to blow up the building. If you've listened to that pop out of band, you'd know. Yeah. I'm kidding. I have no idea. Maybe he threw it away by accident. Maybe momentarily felt like one of the idols had broken his heart. This is what the article is positing. I mean, it's possible. I mean, or... or Wanted to cut emotional ties. I love how this article is now trying to psychoanalyze this guy. Who just who, threatened to blow up a building over the fact that he threw away trash either way, that he shouldn't have. His stupidity serves as a reminder to all of us to not make threats of large-scale violence, but also think twice about if we're ready to part with... Items that have any sentimentality. Unburnable trash day. That's when they're gone for good. They're gone. It's gone. But really, don't make bomb threats. That's the real lesson here. And you can probably order another t-shirt online. It must be. That's like a $20 mistake if you threw that out. Versus getting arrested and having like a mark on your like permanent this record. The, this is the power of Japanese fandom. This is what we said. If you don't believe us, go back and listen to the album Cheap Trick Live at Budokan. They're yep. not even listening to the music. They're just screaming the entire time. Cheap Trick comes on stage, they start screaming. Cheap Trick plays the songs, they're screaming. In between the songs when there's banter, screaming. screaming. If you're Cheap Trick, you're like, what are we even doing here? Or why do we even ever come home? This is too much adulation. You'll hear the voices of Japanese youth singing in such a fervent way. It that It's the type of way that tells you if we throw away our Cheap Trick shirt, we're threatening to blow up this, the an incineration plant. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Done. And that's our first story, down in the books. All right? When we come back... We'll break down Hanukkah for you. Well, there's a Hanukkah party that... There are Hanukkah parties or Hanukkah gatherings that are happening, and they're small. And there are dumb ones. And we'll get into the dumb one right after this. So we are sitting in a precarious moment. We don't know what the future may bring. We don't know what the outcome to this election will be. And we don't know what the aftermath is going to be. So that's a lot of anxiety that all of us are carrying around. Mm -hmm. On top of the anxiety that we normally have, uh, there's a lot to be anxious about. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, Randy and I, we're right here with you. We're with you. We've got something that can help you, and we want to share it with you. They are sponsoring this podcast, and we appreciate it so much. Talkspace Online Therapy. They want to connect you with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. Once you get matched with that perfect therapist from the comfort of your own device, so it is COVID-friendly, yep. you, can, you can reach out 24-7 whenever something's on your mind. I love that concept. It gives you 24-7 access to your online therapy room. You can send unlimited messages to your dedicated therapist, and they will respond daily, five days a week. And best of all, an entire month of talk space costs about the same as one single in-person session. We know the times are tight right now, and That's this right. is a great way to save money and still get something of maximum use and value to you. Well, that is their mission. They want to make a therapy affordable. 
affordable, affordable for people. And sure. they have thousands of licensed therapists trained in 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more, all the things we're dealing with. No matter what, Talkspace will find you the perfect therapist for your goals. They're on a secure, private platform using the latest encryption technology to store client information so your stuff is safe. The bottom line is we all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve for a price that we can all afford. As a listener to our podcast, you get $100 off your first month of Talkspace. That's unbelievable. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code SCLAR. That gets you $100 off your first month, which is a great deal on something that is already uh, very affordable. And then that tells them that we're the ones who sent you. That is SCLAR at Talkspace.com. We want you guys to get the support that you need in these trying times. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the show. Want to remind you, on January 16th, that's our next live Dumb People Town. We promote them all the time on the show because we love having you guys there. And you guys really showed up in in awesome forces past weekend for the Dollop People Town with Mac Lethal. That was amazing. Great stories. Uh, we've got on January 16th, 6.30 p.m., Zach Galifianakis and John Paul White, the lead singer of the Civil Wars. And we've got a Greenlee. We've got a Greenlee. And I think we're going to do things that people things that people put in their butts or, or into their bodies or in their bodies. We'll, we'll reveal orifices. all the things in 2020, 2020, which I'm going to guess there's more time on our hands. So there's, there's more, more stuff in the to holes. get up there. So that's going to be uh, fun. It's going to be an epic episode. Do not want to miss it. Uh, Follow us on stereo. Uh, I want to say that today at noon we're doing a live. Tom- st- sorry, today today, today at noon at we're noon doing noon. a live stereo for uh, Scalabro Country the Virus. The edition. first one ever. So do that. That's conversation noon between me and Jay. You just get the free stereo app and then follow, you can follow me us. or fo- look for me or Randy. Follow us and then you'll hear our conversation. It'll pop on when we come you on. Can at leave noon. us voicemails. We'll answer questions in real time. It'll be an hour. It's like voice least. memos. You just leave a voice memo. And we listen to it. It's almost like a call-in show. It's so much. We'll fun. see. Are we going to do a half hour? We may make it the same distance as this show. It might just be a half an hour, which is really fun, but it's going to be a blast. We'll get into it. And then we'll do it again on Friday, and we got Dumb People Town tomorrow. All right, let's get into this right now. Okay, because let's talk about Hanukkah for a few minutes. Hanukkah, the, the Jewish festival of life. It's winding down as we speak. We're at the end of the line, so to speak. Well, and it's eight days. Eight it is days a long, it's a long time. It's the holiday for you, those who don't know, and I'm assuming a lot of people don't know, is about the rededication of the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. Well, it celebrates the story of the Maccabees, the Jewish warriors who had to fight against a much larger your foe and, and one that is a very common theme in Jewish war stories. David and Goliath. Jews are always the David. They're never the Goliath. It right. never was these Jewish bullies beat down the small David. These guys who were trying to fight that. That's never the story. And by the Pal- way, is Pal- that Palestinians ever, would disagree? With is you. there? A, well, maybe you're right. Uh, and then there's of course uh, I'm talking about the in the in the old days. stories sure, of Jewish absolutely. war stories that are in the Bible. That's right. And then, of course, there's a story of how they had oil lamps in the temple, only had enough olive oil. It was olive, olive oil. oil to last one night, but miraculously, the oil burned for eight nights. Hence, the eight-night celebration of Hanukkah. And then there's a Jewish version of a dice game called dreidel, where you spin a four-sided top, and depending on which where letter it lands. it lands up, you either get the full pot, half the pot, nothing, or you have to put two little pieces of gelt in, and the gelt is uh, chocolate, and then there's potato latkes, which are fanta- fantastic. Fantastic. It's, they're fantastic. But here's the thing. If Hanukkah just existed in a vacuum, it would be great, but yep. it doesn't okay it comes in the same month as christmas it butts up against it butts christmas. up against christmas the greatest of all christian holidays you i don't care you got eggnog on christmas you got, that's all you need to say i i thought about driving to a supermarket getting a quart of eggnog and, and drinking, drinking it, in it your without car. letting my family know drink it in, in your car. car that is you've got guilty yuletide pleasure. glee 
Got great songs. There's great Christmas songs. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Cookies. You got a bearded man who makes toys for people north of Canada. Presents. Really, for everyone. Everyone. Hanu- everyone gets presents. Adults get presents. So like Hanukkah's, Hanukkah's a victim of Hanukkah. The vicinity of Christmas. Hanukkah is Andy Roddick to Christmas's Roger Federer. That's You're right. never going to be better than You're not even going to beat it once. You think you could beat it once. It's not going to happen. So Hanukkah in America, because it's right next to Christmas, Jewish kids are probably like, we want to celebrate want- Christmas. And they, buy, they bitch so long that finally like American parents... We're like, fine, we'll uh, give you give some him, presents. We'll give just, you one every night, I guess, for eight nights. And the presents are not good. So, look, if you think about the law of averages of someone giving you presents, if someone gives you, like, five presents and three are good. That's unbelievable. Four, they're like, that's a high batting average for I presents. know. If three out of five is batting 600, but I'm going to tell you something, you're batting 1,000. You're batting 1,000 at three out of five. Now, Hanukkah's like, oh, we're going to do it over eight nights? Three out of eight is batting. Is, you're doing really well. You got to treat it like baseball stats today. You, you could probably kill it on four nights of Hanukkah. If, if you, you really kill it on four nights, it. that you're doing amazingly well. And you can get good stuff on the fourth go around, maybe. But after that, you're into the socks. Yeah. You're into like bank calendars that were free. The mixed CDs. No one even has a CD player anymore. And a lot of homemade stuff. On I remember one year them. on the sixth night of Hanukkah, we got the box that the present from the second night of Hanukkah came We're in. like, there's nothing in here. They're like, yeah, we, yeah, we you like the box. You remarked how much you liked the box guys, on the first night. You guys were playing with the box for a while. It gets <laughs> thin, right? right? Christmas, man. So you the gotta Jews, get like two or three good Christmas presents so and the, you've won. So the Jews got it wrong, right? All right? They should never have ever tried to go head-to-head Hanukkah to Christmas. That's like saying, I'm gonna make a viral video You're today. not going to. You can't you do can't it. You can't do it. You it's, just, it's impossible. There's a magic sauce that you can't calculate. So Hanukkah, this is what I believe. Hanukkah needed to acknowledge, or it needs to, it still can, needs to acknowledge that, hey, we're niche, all right? And come up with something that's different, but still amazing. Like on Hanukkah, everyone gets foot massages or something like that. Just that, like the ancient rabbis decreed it to be, all right? right? Hanukkah, everyone, you know, Makes and flies a special kite. I'm just spitfiring, right? spitballing right here. I don't know if okay. like on Hanukkah we bake extra special sweet caramel filled toffee infused brownies. That's a Hanukkah tradition. That's Why can't that be do. a tradition? Yeah, like in the shape of 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 dreidels of dreidels or yes. stars. Amazing brownies. You make eight trays of Hanukkah them. brownies. We're, we're three weeks away from Hanukkah brownies. Like I'd we, be so excited. We, people would start getting Jones. This is uh, the only time of year we have the Hanukkah brownies. This is the only time. Chris, and, the, and the stores only have the Hanukkah brownies one time a year. It's got toffee in them. It's got caramel in them. It's a mix-up. Hey, the Hanukkah brownies are on the shelf again. People would be so psyched about people that. People would go nuts for Can the Hanukkah Can you have them brownies. on Christmas? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a Hanukkah Only thing. on Hanukkah. It's a Can't Hanukkah thing. It. Oh, Christmas is like, well, maybe we should have... Maybe we should get some chocolate brownies on. So, oh, so you're following us now? Okay. That's what you're trying to That's, do? Okay. Student has become the teacher. On Hanukkah, according to a legend, your kids have to do whatever you ask them to do for eight straight days or else they won't be able to speak for a year. Okay. That is cool. I'm cool on board shit with that. like that. That's what Hanukkah needs to do. Instead, Hanukkah went head to head. Again, they got right. They don't have the horses. Hanukkah doesn't have the horses. You don't have the reindeer to, to go off against it's Christmas. It's like going up against, like trying to go up tempo against Clemson. You, you, you can't, can't do, do it. it. Or they're Alabama. Just, it's like they have fine. better talent. You're going to lose like 50 to like 30. Fine. You'll get some points, but you're still going to lose You need by Christmas to have its worst day ever. And right. it's not going to happen. It's just too easy. Well, now we got another reason to be disappointed in Hanukkah. President Donald Trump. Remember that douchebag? I'm starting to forget him. Yeah, he's still our president. Ugh. He's still trying to destroy democracy every single day. Still trying to incite violence. 
He's still ignoring the dangers of the pandemic. He's still disappearing when it counts the most. And he's roping Jews into his plot to get everyone infected. Here we go. And sadly, you know what? Some Orthodox Jews who I'm not happy with were more than happy to oblige. Idiots. President Donald Trump hosted a Hanukkah party last Wednesday. Let me guess. Indoors. Indoors at the White House, flouting coronavirus precautions. Way to go. His own administration has urged all Americans to follow. Well, that's a surprise. Yeah, that's a surprise. He's not reckless or irresponsible at all. No, and he's taking down Hanukkah with it. How dare you? Here's the crazy thing about the Jews, okay? The Jews are the only group of people in this country who are hated by both extreme ends of the political spectrum, all right? The far left hates the Jews for stuff like having indoor Hanukkah celebrations and for the way they feel Israel's treating people around in in the region around them. And by the way, so does the far right. Far, the far right, right hates walks Jews. with like torches saying Jews won't They're replace us. They're racist anti-Semites, so yeah. they hate them too. And the middle won't help either side. Right. They don't care. They don't want to commit to anything. So everyone hates the Jews. Yep. That's a fact. We know that. That's just the rule. That's a given. And Trump uses this occasion to honor the history and the traditions of Hanukkah to highlight the resilience of the Jewish people throughout history. I'm kidding, of course. He did not do that. If he is doing that to highlight the resilience of the Jews, he is now going to kill all those Jews. He used the occasion to air his grievances against election officials who would not overturn his results and grant him a victory. That's great. And this is just in the tradition of Hanukkah. That's what they say on Hanukkah. Play some dreidel and then complain about how you were robbed. Complain about how you were falsely robbed. This is a quote from the video. Certain very important people, if they have wisdom, and they have courage, we're going to win this election. Okay, that's not even a sentence. That's not even a phrase. Like the that's part, not a cohesive thought. Like you It's know, two thoughts like spliced together. Do you know, that'd be like me ripping out three menorahs and just trying to glue them together and say, here's a menorah. That's Certain not what it is. very important people, if they have wisdom and courage. Are what? Are going to denounce you as a human being? They should. Are going to call you a cancer into our society? Are going to lock you up after you leave? I hope so. Then right after that, right into we're going to win this election. You lost. Get over. You lost. It. Get over it. You're you're the Washington generals. You've lost so many times. You're the state. you're the group of people that the Maccabees beat. Just stop. And to suggest that a room full of to a room full of Jews, in a room full of Jews, that certain very important people can change the course of election results. Of course, is going to be like a dog whistle to the far right that the Jews are the very people and the you know that the anti semites say they are. Yeah, that a they can control the election. Group of people controlling the society. And if the Jews control the media, then why does Trump hate the media? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Riddle me that, you racists. Footage of the party showed hundreds of guests who responded to his remarks with shouts and cheers of four more years. Four more years. Our favorite four more years joke, which I... I All credit to Sean Conroy. Sean Conroy, a brilliant comedian, a great improviser, had a joke. He said, you can chant four more years at a political rally. You can't, however, do that at a four-year-old's birthday party. That just, it gets dark at that point. Hundreds of guests indoors. He he literally, he wants people to die, right? It's It's that simple. And these idiots who are giving the rest of us Jews a bad name. Stop it. We don't want this name. What are you, chanting for four more years of this nonsense? Attendees could be heard coughing. Well, that's that's, a good thing. That's just Jews, though. Watch any bar mitzvah video. If there are older Jews... (laughs) (laughs) You'll hear that throughout everybody's bar mitzvah video. Everybody's bar mitzvah video, every wedding. Somebody is like hacking up a lung. I'm also positive that these guys were spreading COVID. Yeah. There are Nazis out there who couldn't do what this COVID thing is doing to yep. these Jews. Uh, though Trump, the 
through Trump administration, they have authorized the transition uh, to that. Uh, okay, let me let me take this again. Though Trump's administration has authorized the transition to that of President Joe Biden, President President elect Joe Biden, the president himself has refused to concede the election. Okay, we know that to this point, and he doesn't care about Hanukkah, obviously, right? Even his daughter, she's Jewish now. Her husband is Jewish. He doesn't care about the Jews at all. He doesn't all. care that these people put their lives in jeopardy at this event. All he cares about is, is another, another Okay, there's another moment for me to get onto a stage. People take videos and I can complain about people, how people wrong me. It's another rally. And he's a loser and he won't admit it. He could come back and host The Biggest Loser on I, NBC. I, I wonder if he's going to challenge Time Magazine's Person of the Year. He lost that. Yep. Lost Georgia three times. Lost Pennsylvania two or three times. Lost his mind years ago. He's a tremendous, tremendous, a tremendous, a tremendous loser. loser. One of the biggest losers of all time. What's crazy is that the extreme right wing is now going to have to reconcile their desire to wipe the Jews off the planet. I know. He's... With this video of their feckless leader celebrating these people. I mean, how are they going to make that work in their tiny minds? I don't see how that's possible. I don't see how they can do it. So you hate the Jews. These guys are in the house with this guy. He's not trying to kill them. No, he's trying to celebrate with them. Or he's trying to air his grievances to them. To them, yeah. He's trying to use them as a sounding board. Or use the event where they're in the White House giving each other COVID as another chance for him to get on a soapbox. Congratulations. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah spread around during services. Guys, stay connected, stay protected. Don't get infected. This is not a hoax. But we've got the jokes. Wear a damn mask. We're two Jews telling you to do it. We'll see you tomorrow. La-ti-da, 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 da-da, in my car. A podcast network.